0: and welcome to season three of the Mission City podcast. It's so good to have you with us. We are kicking things off with a series on relationships. It's a journey we all go on, going from singleness to dating to marriage. Today, we begin with what to do and focus on in a season of singleness. Our campus pastors, Dave Cash and Chuck Foster, are excited to be back, so let's go ahead and get into it.
1: Well, Dave, it's good to see you again. Well, I did see you on Monday, but on the podcast in this chair. I know,
0: I know it' a little different setup. It is, it's Benny. You did setup. a good
1: job of kind of rearranging the whole thing. Hey, thanks. Next, next, next season we're going to be somewhere else, right?
0: Next season, we'll. I mean, the only space we have left is like squeezing within those ten slabs of wood. So yeah,
2: I mean, <laughs> so this is different.
1: <laughs> that, <laughs>
0: that you don't never
2: know
1: it's kind of that, that kind of that that's like you come it. home
2: and your wife's rearranged all the furniture and you don't notice it yeah <laughs> that doesn't go over well
1: well i would rather not notice the furniture change don't if she gets a haircut gets a hairstyle and you just like and blow right notice. by that you're done yep that's true. you're done mm. solid week no talking to that's true The cold cold shoulder treatment. How's things going since uh, we talked last?
2: It's good. You know, things at Mission City have really picked up. You know, we kicked off the North Campus location. It is rolling. It is rolling now at Piper Ranch Middle School at 1030 on Sunday mornings as they set up and Mm -hmm. tear down. But they're seeing a a core group of folks... Coming out there, and Don Long, our executive pastor, is kind of serving as the the campus pastor. He's wearing two hats, so we yeah. never get to see Don. Don miss you, yeah. Chuck doesn't, but I do.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> you know that's not true. Bro. We all I miss don't
0: care you. what Chuck says about you. Yeah. I miss you. <laughs> you know what's funny is he doesn't even watch these, so he doesn't yeah, know. It doesn't
1: matter. He'll be like, "Well, I don't even know." I said the ones he's on. You know, yeah. no, it's it was it's good to see. Uh, things happening. Yeah. It's not just you know the North Campus launching, running. It's 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 its own thing. Uh, but it's cool that it's still Mission City. It's part of us. It's us. It's not. You hear Pastor Matt talk about that all the time. It's not they them. It's us. Right. We're all part of Mission City. So it's exciting
2: to see. Yeah, that's cool. Well, and we've kicked off. Women's Bible studies with the new uh, two gather schedule being every other month now. Right, and we rotating had ga- between the locations. So we had they had two gather at, Nor- two at gather Northwest. It was great. For the first time, yeah.
1: Um, a lot of uh, a lot of women there. It was an, an, a great experience. And then for they kicked our, off our their people. Bible studies yeah. on Wednesday nights yeah. and
2: Tuesday mornings and so yeah. forth. And that's great. Man Church, starting Man right? Church. Yeah. How's Man Church going at Northwest? It's going
1: well. Life of Joseph. Is uh, we're rolling. Yeah. It's good. We're all ready to. Uh, we've named him, renamed him, Zaph. How do you say his name? Panea? I can't even pronounce
2: it. I call him Z. Z. <laughs> Z. for short. There now we're go. buddies, so yeah. you might not be able to get away with yeah. calling
1: him ZP. But, you know. Panea. Yeah, I got to get the Panea.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of things happen at Mission City, and here and here's the thing: is it's you don't want to be overwhelmed, busy, just doing stuff. But when it's a kingdom work, and the mindset is we're we we do another campus or another location, another church. Um, We do women's Bible studies. We do man's church, all to make much of Jesus Mm -hmm. and to glorify him. And so we don't just do stuff to do stuff, you know, which you go, well, who does? There's a lot of people that their churches are like, okay, why are you guys doing that? What do you mean? We just, we've, we've always done yeah, it. Yeah, we've always done it. Or don't, aren't you supposed to? No, you need to, to really seek out. And that's why I'm so grateful for our leadership here at Mission City with the vision that they cast, with our elders and everything else. And so it's just an exciting time to be here. I know you're excited.
1: Yeah, we, I, I love what's happening. Uh, I love what's happening in our students and our kids' mm-hmm. uh, ministries. It's just been, it's been an exciting time, exciting time. We're
0: yeah. good to be back. It's it's great to be back into uh, into the swing of things with the podcast. And, yeah, um, I mean, even hitting on uh, this department, we've now fully. Isolated the production department, yeah. uh, so we built. You've that actually
1: out. got a title change.
0: Yeah. Well. I yeah.
1: Is it a title change? I don't or, know. <laughs> oh, is,
0: it, is it not Benny anymore? It's not Benny, the guy from the podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um. podcast.
1: podcast Benny. Uh,
0: yeah. No. I mean, now we have a full production it's productions department, department, and uh, it's me and my supervisor Gabe, and when we're we're rocking and rolling, producing more and more content for um, for Mission City, and we're we're loving it. It's getting exciting to increase times. the capacity that we can. Um, just minister to people get the name through out. production. Yeah. Well, and here's
2: the thing, too. We're not just seeking to get the name of Mission City out. No, right. It's the name of Jesus. When people hear about Mission City and they come here, all they're going to hear about is Jesus and God's word. And so we want to make much of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to make much of Mission City. Right. We're, we want people to, to know that we're here so that we can – tell them about Jesus, but it is all about, even this podcast, and I'm excited that we're back in the room doing this podcast,
0: and uh, what are we doing, relationships, what are we calling this series, Benny? Yeah, we wanted to just kick off the season three talking about relationships, and just this progression that we find ourselves in, going from singleness to dating, relationships into marriage, and I think it'd be really helpful uh, for a lot of people to hit on what to do in those seasons and and uh, what's our role in each one of those, what's God's role in each one of those? How do we pursue Him? All of these things I think would be super valuable to uh, our audience, to people at Mission City and, and and beyond. So, well, cool. So we're starting with singleness, yeah. Which neither one of us have been for a couple decades, it's, right? Yeah, <laughs> like
1: like you picked the wrong fellas, no. Well. No, we've all experienced it. I mean, yeah. so at a period of our life. Wait, you weren't born married to Cheryl? No, it feels like it sometimes. Now, Pastor Matt
2: and Becky have been married since they're like twelve. I yes, think. I think so, that's uh, what. I
1: think that's. And what Don and,
2: and Jenny, they've been all married since they're like twelve or something. But, yeah. You know.
1: No, we Cheryl and I've been married for thirty years. I'm glad I can remember that. That's kind of an important important thing, detail because she will see this.
2: Right. Cheryl, actually, that was four edits. He he had it wrong like four times. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm just kidding. i was just kidding. AI re- <laughs> replaced the voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, His mouth didn't move. We've been married for 30 years. <laughs> it's Benny's voice. <laughs> it's like a puppet. Benny's voice saying 30.
1: The voiceover. No, I mean, so you, you spend a period of your life, maybe more, maybe a lot longer, season of your life, single, right? You get uh, whenever you... Kind of hit that age when it starts. You start to think about what you know. Who am I going to spend the rest of my life with, or am I going to spend the rest of my life with someone? Uh, Singleness is a um, is a part of that, and we have to. You know, what do we do in singleness, and are we missing out if we're not in a committed married relationship or dating? If we're just living single, I think that's an important uh, topic to touch on because. So many of our people live in singleness. Whether you've been married before, you, you maybe you you're a widow or you're a widower, yeah. or you just have not found the person, or God has not put the right person uh, in in your path, and you haven't met, or God doesn't have a plan for that. God has a plan for your singleness. All of it, I think, is very important for realize that it's it's all a gift from God. Right, singleness. Is a gift. If you look in First Corinthians, uh, chapter seven, Paul talks about like like I I sort of wish that you guys were like my situation, like because now you can be devoted to God, mm-hmm. um, but if you can't be uh, you know uh, quench your desire for sex or or relationships, then yes, you get married. But if you can, this may be even be a better alternative in your life
2: yeah yeah you know well for me um i met ashley when i was 29 30 years old um probably 29 we dated um a couple months only got engaged pretty quick but then we did a 12 month engagement so i was i was i was actually like 32 when i got when I got married, so I had a pretty long time of, of being single, and and for me, you know, I, I wasn't a believer until I was like 28 or 29, and so um, I had been used to dating, you know, and in, in, in relationships that weren't honoring God because I wasn't a, a believer, but when I became a believer, I really longed to meet somebody, you know, and just I would tell friends of mine, man, I just I I'm just feel lonely and and different things like that. And then I had a, a guy that was discipling me and he was like, you know what you need to do in your singleness is you need to be prepared for when God brings her because it'll be his timing. And there's two things you need to learn in this. You need to learn to be content with with the Lord because he's enough. You know, it's not, you know, Pastor Matt did this series a while back, Jesus plus nothing. And so, and that's true in, in our contentment too. We need to learn to be content that Jesus is sufficient and meets every single one of our needs. Um, however, when you read the account in Genesis, he said, it's good for man not to be alone. And so you do have that, I think, desire to, to, to meet somebody. And so he said, what you need to do in your singleness is be in the word Uh, grow as much as you can, serve as much as you can. So that way you're ready to lead. And you're not just going to start dating several people. You want to find the person that God has for you. And that's who you're going to spend your life with. Don't think about what your, your, your singleness from being lost, where you're just trying to date all these different people and do all these different things. No, you need to think about, okay, God's going to Bring that person and I want to be prepared uh, for her when she's here. And so that was very helpful for me and it also kind of helped me to kind of, you know, slow down, Dave a little bit, you know, in my thinking and go, you know what? I think God would probably better at choosing who I need to be with than I am. Because pretty much all my choices up to that point had, had been stunk. Yeah, <laughs> had had really got me in lots of yeah. pickles, you know, lots of messes and so um when he brought uh, Ashley into uh, my life when we met at church through uh, the, the ministry at the church that I'm serving at, um, it was just an instant, hey, this is, I think, who God has for me. And and we began that and began to date and then got engaged pretty quick. And then we, we went, you know what, I'm in ministry. I wanted to take my time before we got married. We went to premarital counseling. Um, with a former pastor, and he met with us every week for almost 12 months. We did a Before You Say I Do weekend class at uh, Prestonwood where I was serving. And so I wanted to be as prepared as I could be for for that marriage. And so, but in that time, I know that a lot of people in singleness is mm-hmm. probably sitting there going, man, I'm ready now, I'm ready now. And so that's kind of what I think we're going to talk about today, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I... When I, when I was researching singleness, because it, it's been a long time since I've even had to think about it. You know, 30 years being married, you sort of like forget that, that that's that's part of your life. But it, here's the truth of the matter is we could be, we we God forbid, we could be single back to point. singleness at any time. Um, that's just, that's the nature of it. So how do we spend our singleness? Mm-hmm. You know, you talk, you hit on it that we, we, we recognize a couple things. One, if God has a single, it's 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 on a purpose. It has a purpose. It's a gift, and use that time. Maybe it's time to develop some things in us to prepare us for a future bride. Maybe it's time he he needs to grow us in, uh, in our character, in our resiliency, whatever, because he is you know he's spending that time preparing us,
2: and he's preparing um, her as I, well
1: that's what know, we're, yeah that's what you would be praying for Right. and i think if you spend that time you know we talk about today you talk about it Manchester, it's about loneliness you know joseph for a while for a period of time was was lonely because he was out on his own mm-hmm. right he, you know he had, had a, he had a bride and we we're talking about work loneliness but i think this can be applied to singleness in a lot of ways because one of the big the big Things that I hear out of people who are single is, oh, man, I just get so lonely. You know, I get lonely. I said, "What do you mean you get lonely? You have all these friends, right? But there is such a thing as perceptual loneliness. Like they don't understand what I'm going through. They're not, you know, they're friends. They're 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 going to go to their homes. They're going to go to their places of work. They're not gonna. They're not living my life, and so I feel lonely." Hmm. And uh, it can come from, you know, loneliness can come from a real practical. It could be as true that you are lonely. And it could be positional loneliness. Maybe you're maybe you're undateable. <laughs> I, and, I, and I mean that in a in a lot of ways. Dave, you talk about it. Your, your lifestyle before Ashley, before getting saved, you were undateable. Positionally, you weren't yeah. in a great place. That's right. And so there is a loneliness that happens. But when we become a believer— and we learn that Jesus fills that loneliness and he becomes enough for us, that's when we are actually become more prepared to date. We become more prepared for marriage. Right. We'll never be fully prepared for God who God wants us to have or to even live our life in singleness if we're not seeking that relationship with Christ first. Mm. Put him first, seek him first and all these things will be added mm-hmm. well part of that could be a dating life a married life yeah. and all these relationships
2: well you know being uh, in pastoral ministry f- now for 20 plus years you know um i m- meet with a lot of couples before they get married and they're like hey you know they're either a member of the church i'm leading or or a part of and they want me to perform a wedding ceremony and so uh more often than not more time has been spent preparing for the day of the wedding in other words what the decorations are going to be what i'm going to wear yeah. i had to find my dress he had to find the perfect ring he was looking for tuxedo who am i going to ask we got to find the venue the catering, catering. Um, oh, my goodness. you know everything you know and in in They've put so much effort and time into that, and then I begin to to meet with them, and I'm like, how much time, though, have you spent for for the next day? You know, hey, it's going to be great. You're going to get married. The next day is going to be great. Then you're going to go on your honeymoon, and then you're going to be around each other like 24 hours a day, seven days a week for a time, and that's a lot of times, that's when the first little hiccup comes, like, I didn't know you did this or I didn't know, you know, and if you have just been preparing for the day and not that life, that's why I think we see so many often, you know, so often that that marriages aren't lasting or, you know, the the divorce rate being so high is because you put so much into the day and so little into into the time and that can start when you're single and Benny, you're a single guy and uh you know, you work here at the church and everything and um I know you're you're dating somebody um is her CNI dog like you, by the way? Um, well, well, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm teasing but
1: uh, I know <laughs> I
0: had to jump on my
1: what oh Benny oh, oh. <laughs> uh, is slow today yeah, it
2: took him a minute I was like, uh-oh, I was like, <laughs> but, like uh oh Chuck got it pretty
0: quick <laughs> he, well, he didn't want to laugh at
2: first Chuck didn't want to laugh he's like you just hurt Benny feels um, like wow, no, you know, right? the belt but no you've been you've been single and you're you're, you're dating somebody now and mm-hmm. and uh, you know you've been uh, what did we just celebrate your second year being yeah. back on staff yeah, here yeah two years here and so we've known you and and, and seeing that. And so what's that look like kind of for you? Because like like Chuck said, it's been a while, a couple, you know, it's been three decades for Chuck, more than two decades for me uh, since we've mm-hmm. been single. And so you are experiencing that now, even though, uh, you're, you know, you're dating, but share a little bit about your heart in that.
0: Yeah. So a, a lot to kind of what you were saying in preparing yourself for the person. Um, I remember hearing another pastor say it in a way where it's like, um, uh, become the person that your future spouse would want to date. Yeah. Um, if you're not that person, like if you wouldn't want to date yourself, if you wouldn't want to be with yourself, then you need to do some work on yourself first before, um, before you can seek out a relationship. Cause that relationship is not going to be beneficial if you are not that person. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so <laughs> what is
2: happening <laughs> just the way you were laughing on the capture a minute ago just the <laughs>
0: I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry okay <laughs> so what i focused on uh in my time of singleness was am i devoting myself to christ am i getting involved with local community am i being poured into from wise mentors from teachers from yeah. uh from god's word <clears throat> obviously um but all of those things I had to make sure that I am preparing myself and becoming that person, uh, so that I'm not just jumping into a relationship because, Oh, I want to be with somebody. Yeah. It's no, am I, am I ready to be the man that God has called me to be?
2: Did it help with you, um, having godly parents? Cause I know they raised you in church and, being able to see that example yeah. was probably big. I didn't necessarily—my mom was a believer. My dad was not. And so we, I had an unequally yoked mm. situation growing up. Now, my dad did give his life to Christ before he passed and everything. But I know for me that was not um, the best example— um, either because, you know, the Bible says, uh, again, going back to Corinthians, it says not to be unequally yoked in your mm-hmm. relationships. And I know that a lot of single people, because of the loneliness, sometimes will lower that bar and go, you know, he he's a great guy anyway. He's, he's very nice, but he's not a believer. She's not a believer. Yeah. Um, that's where I go, Mayday, you need to, to to run from that. You don't yeah. mission date according to the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so, but again, going back, it was probably, it yeah, uh, gives, gives you a little
0: bit of leg up. Yeah. That influence is huge and and uh, even if it, like my parents are amazing and I learned so much from them about like what a, what a healthy relationship looks like, what it looks like to process through difficulties and uh, work through them together and keep Christ at the center of it and, and I'm so thankful that I, I do have that. Um, but even looking to community and finding uh, great relationships to learn from, um, I remember just one of the things I did in my season of singleness was um, if I would find a lesson from either a married couple that I would uh, be, be looking at and seeing how they work through something or seeing an attribute that they displayed or um, I, I learned something from a, a podcast or a teaching or whatever it may be, um, I kept this mental list of like, okay, that's something I want to look for. That's an attribute I want in in my future spouse, or that's an attribute I need to display. Mm-hmm. That's an attribute I need to work on. Um, all of those things. That's that's what I uh, made sure to watch for and to learn uh, during singleness, so that as I move forward, I can keep those in mind and not compromise on those those details.
1: Yeah, you hit on something that I thought was kind of important. Um, you didn't allow your singleness to uh, keep you. From being in community,
0: yeah,
1: I think a lot of a lot of people are sort of stigmatized, and they feel that stigma of like, well, because I'm single, I can't really go and and I really limit myself to where I can be or who I can be around. Um, I, I think making yourself available to be have have relationships, regardless yeah. of their their status of singleness, dating, married whatever you you still engage in community so often you see yeah. people just disengage well, in their speaking singleness to
0: the loneliness aspect that you yeah, mentioned you
1: create your own loneliness because you disengage yeah and god, i think that's important not yeah, to do
0: god provides that that partner for you in in marriage to live life together and to hold you accountable and keep you pu- keep pushing you towards the person that god has called you to be and, and that's beautiful when you don't have that that Process happens in community, and so you have to get involved in a Christian community that can, as a whole, well, that's, that's why I like to life the groups, right? Community, right, right. The, our life groups are amazing because they they call you out on like what you're doing. If they hold you accountable, they they push you to be a better person. They push you to find the the um, the the attributes and chase after the attributes that you should be displaying and. And uh, just all of that is found in community. If you isolate yourself, then sure, you're just going to find yourself wallowing in pity and being like, yeah. "I'm so lonely." I need. To, then you then you start seeking and chasing after the wrong uh, things, the, the wrong things. When actually, if you f- build yourself into community, that will push you to Christ. That mm-hmm. will prepare you for the next season that you have.
1: Yeah. If you see if you see singleness and the time as a gift, yeah, you'll treasure it. If you see it as a time of of dread, then then you will be like like Dave talked about. You will go looking,
2: and literally jump. looking for love in the wrong, the wrong yeah. places, yeah.
1: and yeah. and and it will it will definitely strangle um, um, You mentioned strangle the group your Future relationship
2: is important. Like the live group that that my wife and I host, it we have some single younger people, some single older people, and married couples mm-hmm. at different you know. We have a couple newer married people, and then we have people like us that have been married for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I asked one of the younger guys, I was like, is this cool for you? And he's like, yeah, I mean, that's where I want to be. And so model seeing that model yeah. out and, you know, my wife and I are pretty transparent. Like, you know, hey, we we mess up all the time. We, we're not, you know, it's not like we're in the word together all the time. We, we should be more than what we are, but we're convicted all the time in our life group. Man, we got to got to work on that. We got to work on these things. And so, um, no, that's, that's great, man. I love the topic today. We're going to continue talking about this relationships for the next several weeks and eventually getting into marriage and and relationships and different things. And so what else do we got on the horizon,
0: uh, on this, uh, on this here, uh, series coming up. Well uh, as you mentioned we're gonna move into uh, talking about dating and what the priorities are when we date what the what is a godly marriage look like and so in respect to that what does it look like to be in a dating season mm-hmm. and then we want to hit on marriage and, and just different things. we want to pull in some some people to, to interview get their thoughts on yeah. on marriage some advice from them and uh, so I'm really looking forward to our discussion as we move forward uh, throughout this series. Good deal.
1: I think uh, before we leave, I I just advice I would give to our married friends as they deal with people who are single. Mm. You know, just a couple things. One don't don't think of singleness as second best. Yeah. You know, just because you're married, there's nothing wrong with the singleness. Uh, The the person that's living a single life. That's not a second best option. I think. a lot of times we we tend to go and we feel I feel so sorry for them they're they're saying no <laughs> who it, can we set them up with yes oh right. yeah and that that happens that yeah. happens so much um remember and remember that they are if if you're in in a church relationship and they're single they're part of your family they're part of your church family embrace the single uh people in your church as family I think that's super important so yeah um not allow that to be kind of a stigma mm-hmm. shouldn't be it's a gift from God and then just remember as a as as a couple uh, be praying for our single our, our single people be praying that God if if God has a plan for them that they would be it's like you'd be praying I know that we prayed for our kids that the right person that God would choose the right person for our daughter to marry and for our son to marry and be praying for for our single people as well.
2: Don't just, just. God to guard their heart, yeah, protect them during because time. Because
1: they need, they need prayer covering just like your children Absolutely. do. Absolutely. And so I would encourage um, our church family to do that um, because they, we, we want to grow um, godly uh, people in our church, and yeah. that's part of it.
2: That's awesome. Well, great time. I'm glad we got back together. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been fun. And uh, just thanks for watching. Whoever's watching out there, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you down the road. See ya. See you next time.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Mission City Podcast. We hope that you took something from this session. Next week, we're continuing in this relationship series with the season of dating. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening on, because it really does help us out. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.